0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Today is the 50th episode of <laughs> Suck My Fanfic, and I think we've gone
1: backwards in quality. <laughs> we are we are recording in the way one might record their first ever the podcast. first ever podcast. <laughs> or like the the rabid thoughts you have while driving to work, like, I, I just gotta get this down. We're yeah, just, that's pretty much it. We're doing yeah. cell phones yes. outside, <laughs> no headphones, no nothing. Well, I have headphones. You do have headphones. Yeah,
0: but... Uh so essentially the the auditory ambiance
1: comes from <laughs> Ryan's oldness poem.
0: Manhattan.
1: Congrats. That is American progress that you're hearing. Yeah. The building of buildings. The joint effort of man to erect structures larger than anyone could ever reach. Guess what, Liberals? World's still turning. You just got pwned. You just got <laughs> you just got pwned. Guess what, coronavirus? World's still turning. You did. didn't win. You didn't win, but you tried, Brody. Yeah. So,
0: we're, we're recording outside. I don't know why we're doing that. It's a nice day, though. That's so, a gorgeous day. Yeah,
1: it's a great. So, if this sounds like garbage to you, at least know that we really yeah. enjoy it. We, we had fifty a good time. 50 episodes. We've worked hard. I we we have worked hard. We should record this like on a beach. We should be allowed to do whatever the fuck. Yeah, we want, which we sh- is what we're doing. We should mail this in yeah. on a beach and just enjoy it. So, the fiftieth episode, and we are doing Fifty Shades of Fanfic. That Fifty Shades of Fanfic. We'll get to the thick
0: part of it. Ah. But first, I want to talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. Sure. Ryan, tell me what you know.
1: What do I know? <laughs> I know that uh, Fifty Shades of Grey was written by E.L. James. Yep. I don't know if that's a pseudonym. I don't know if that's a real It is a pseudonym, sort of. It's a pseudonym. It's,
0: sort of. uh, it's a sordonym. So E.L. James,
1: good. the sortonym. Uh, so
0: the E.L. stands for Erica Leonard. That's her full name.
1: Okay. All right. Her real name. And then James uh, just...
0: I, I well, typically when female authors will do something like that, they're trying to they're, have their gender ambiguous. Interesting. So, if there is a uh, you know a sexist element to book buying, right? You're not you know letting people determine whether or not. So
1: I am not sure who the author of a book with a female protagonism, pro- protagonist about sadomasochism and love. I don't know what gender that person. No. no, I'm supposed to be completely confused. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. So again, it's about Anastasia Gray. Steel. Steel. Close. And well, I guess she does get married, so she does. not Christian get married. Gray is the dude. Gray, yeah. She's like a journalist or something, she's and she a, yeah, yeah. is interviewing this like very powerful business person yep. in like Seattle, yeah, Forks, maybe one might uh, say it
0: is Seattle.
1: Uh, I say that because this is based off of a Twilight fan fiction yes. that was written. I don't know what platform it was written on.
0: Uh. Well. <laughs> She had some issues with it because I think she published it. How do I not have that pulled up? I should have I should have known that already. But she had it pulled up on the site that she published it to. And was it like a
1: WordPress or a Tumblr? I think it was or... WordPress. Okay.
0: It was either WordPress. No, no, I think it was uh,
1: fanfiction.net. I'm really? That's yeah. my preferred platform. Now that we're at 50, which one do you like better? Archive. You, you like Archive? Yeah. I started on fanfiction.net, but I feel like Archive is a little more powerful. Yeah, yeah. It's just it doesn't have a great UI because it's basically a charitable foundation.
0: Yeah, I think they're better to their creators too.
1: There's definitely more. Yeah, there's definitely much more. It's a lot more wild.
0: But essentially, she had a book called or a fanfic called Masters of the Universe, and it was a human Bella older. Okay. And she wrote it, and I have some expert excerpts, not experts, some excerpts from it that I wanted to read, and. Quite frankly, it's not great.
1: So this is what would become the international phenomenon Fifty Shades of Grey. That is correct. Okay.
0: I looked it up. It was fanfic.net. Yeah. Guess what her screen name was? Snow Queen's Ice Dragon.
1: Snow Queen's Ice Dragon. That's pretty cool. So she foresaw season eight of Game of Thrones. That is correct. Wow. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the season finale of season seven, but yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yes, it was a originally Twilight fanfic. And I'm going to read you a an excerpt from Masters of the Universe. And essentially, when it got really popular, she kind of had to take it down. And then she, <laughs> she had to... She
1: took it down herself?
0: Yes. And she had to move it to her own website. Interesting. Which, it was probably giving her more money to move it to her own website. Okay. You know, if it gets popular, you put it on your own, you get the ad revenue. Sure. Not fanfiction.net.
1: Yeah, sure. That's like Nike. They don't sell on Amazon anymore. you got to go through Nike.com to order their stuff. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. So
0: this is from Master Master of the Universe. You ready? I scowl with frustration at myself in the mirror. It's the first opening paragraph. There's a guy just
1: going in on like a jackhammer over my my left shoulder. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn my hair. It just won't behave. And damn Rose for being ill and subjecting me to this ordeal. I have tried to brush my hair into submission, but it's not towing the line. I uh, uh, I must learn not to sleep with it wet. I recite this five times as a mantra. Whilst... I try once more with a brush. No way. I give up. The only thing I can do is restrain it tightly in a ponytail and hope that I look reasonably presentable. So that's from Master of the Universe. (laughs) This is from published Fifty Shades of Grey. I scowl with frustration at myself in the mirror. Damn my hair. It just won't behave. And damn Catherine Kavanaugh for being ill and subjecting me to this ordeal. Kavanaugh?
1: Is this a political fanfic as well? At this point, yeah.
0: (laughs) I should be studying for my final exams, which are next week, yet here I am trying to brush my hair into submission. I must not sleep with it wet. I must not sleep with it wet. Reciting this mantra several times, I attempt once more to bring it under control with the brush. I roll my eyes in exasperation and gaze at the pale, brown-haired girl with blue eyes too big for her face staring back at me and give up. My only option is to restrain my way.
1: One of those sounds like a fan fiction. The other one sounds like a completely serious work of uh, real fiction. And because the word whilst was taken out. Was not in it. Old uh, Ice Princess of the Dragon lady. No, Queen's Ice Dragon. Yep. Elsa's Dragon. She knew that whilst is the gateway word to fan fiction. So she just went in and just pulled it out.
0: So this article is from AV Club, which is just talking about the differences between the two. Hey, shout
1: out to AV Club. We would not have
0: gotten to 50 episodes without AV Club. That is probably true. (laughs) And this is the, the ending little bit where they're talking about it. Totally different story, right? Edward Cullen's eyes are green, whereas Christian Grey's eyes are gray. Big difference. I just like that. I just,
1: I don't know. I just like that. I, no, I, I, I assumed. I think I assumed that she just copy and pasted I assumed it was the same thing. Well, obviously, it has to
0: go through editing and, you know, the publishing house and stuff like that. So it's going to be a little different.
1: But there are chunks of text that are verbatim.
0: I would so say so. there are
1: people out there who probably read the fan fiction and then went and bought the book. Yeah. And read the same thing twice. Yeah. When you could have just read it for free. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. So E.L. James,
0: she... Uh, or not, ge- I mean, she, she's a genius. Yeah. You, you know what her nationality is? British. Oh. So luckily she's not one of ours. Uh,
1: Henry, uh, this is on you, buddy. This is on you, bud.
0: Not to be disparaging of looks, she sort of looks like Danny DeVito in a way.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> not no. to be disparaging oh, of looks. Oh, no. This is a literary criticism. <laughs> Save that for our spinoff, Straight Eye for the Straight Person. <laughs> That's our podcast. Straight Eye for the Rude Asshole. Where we critique people's... Looks. Looks. Hey, that one does not... She's not wearing cargo shorts, so that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. She worked as a studio manager for a television and film
0: school, and, you know, I guess a pretty regular life up until her writing this. Uh, This is from Wikipedia. She did not start to write until January 2009, as she revealed while still active on fanfiction.net. Quote, I started writing in January 2009 after I finished The Twilight Saga, and I haven't stopped since. I discovered fanfiction in August 2009. Since then, I have written my two fics and plan on doing at least one more,
1: and that... After that, who knows? After that, I might just become a worldwide bestseller yeah. slash like, movie producer and ball yep. out. So I, I, I just love the idea of,
0: we were talking about fan, of fan fiction all the time, obviously, talking about Twilight two episodes ago, and then this lady reads it. And, you know, I made the joke that it was just like mom porn, because it kind of was. There were a lot of older women who were sexualizing that 16-year-old Taylor Lautner
1: sure. in weird ways. Sure. You're talking, you talking about the movie. Yeah. But she yeah. said she just read the saga and got her going. She
0: read the saga, got it going. Did it she watch the movies? the movies?
1: Did she know there were movies? Likely, I'm sure. Did she think that this was just a little, like, did she find in the corner of a used bookstore and she's like, oh, no one's read this. I can just yeah. pretty much What's copy this. Twilight. Mm. I don't know.
0: I have no is idea. Is she illiterate? Can she <laughs> read the word Twilight? <laughs> have you read Fifty Shades of Grey? She might be illiterate.
1: <laughs> it's Fifty Shades of Grey. Shades of
0: Grass. So what I think is funny, how many different versions of Twilight did we talk about? That came out? Hmm. Well, she has Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Darker, Fifty Shades Freed. That's the trilogy. Yep. The Fifty Shades trilogy. Also, by the way, no one knows what Fifty Shades means.
1: He, He's, he's, his name is Grey, right? Yeah. So it's like, he's a very complex, it's all about like understanding who he is and like trying yeah. to.
0: But now like Fifty Shades has like become a trope. It's so become like a thing that people use to like describe things. And it's
1: not like a thing, you know. Hmm. She just kind of like pulled it out that, of thin air. It's a cultural phenomenon. I mean, she is yeah. important to the zeitgeist. I would say so. She is the reason The weekend is popular. We're getting to that. We're definitely getting to that. Oh, God. So. This is a very vast and wide ranging topic. Yes.
0: She also, in 2015, released Gray. Colon. Fifty Shades of Gray, as told by Christian Gray. And then Darker. Oh, are you? Fifty Shades me? Darker, as told
1: by Christian. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so she's, she's also. She's going to do a She's pulling so- a wow. Stephanie Whoa! Oh, my God, it's so meta. I love it so much, dude. Oh, my God, that is the most meta thing
0: ever. Yeah, so she saw the success of Twilight, and she's like, I'm literally going to copy it <laughs> step for step.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I love that idea. If I was
1: Stephanie Meyer, I'd be like, get off me. Please. Get like, off me.
0: And I, my favorite my, my favorite, She's going to be like, I'm going to write
1: a version of Twilight where they're real people, and then see if E.L. James writes a <laughs> version where they're vampires. Oh, yeah. I just, I like the idea of E.L. James' thought process where it's like,
0: what is this vampiric story about teenagers who are vaguely Mormon missing? Graphic bondage. Just what? <laughs> like, I want it to be not Mormon at all.
1: I want to, re- yeah, that's what a non Mormon yeah. Twilight is. Well,
0: actually, I think when you're Mormon, once you get married, the graphic bondage is implied.
1: She just wanted to remove all subtleties and imagery. Just like, no, yeah. I'm going to be explicit. Here's, here's a good comp for you <laughs> Stephanie Meyer is Nikola Tesla, <laughs> E.L. James is Thomas <laughs> Edison. <laughs> What's he doing over there? It's so fucking What's good. What's that? Light bulbs? I got that. One I got light bulbs.
0: But DC sucks, bro. <laughs> Vampires suck, bro. I'll do regular people. So we're getting uh, funny looks from people walking out on the, the roof deck, but it's okay.
1: Oh, we're also on a rooftop. You forgot to mention roof deck. that. I
0: don't want to give too much. Yeah. But, people uh, are
1: calling a drone strike. E.L. Yeah, <laughs> e. James is going to call <laughs> e. in a drone e. strike.
0: They know. They know. <laughs> fuck them. So I just want to talk about, I want to give credit where it's due. The Fifty Shades soundtrack is pretty bomb. Yeah. Admittedly, it's pretty bomb. Oh yeah, earned it. Is a great song. A slap. Love me like you do.
1: Oh, that was from. I didn't remember. It's that was a pretty from great that. song.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, well, what's the other one with Ariana Grande? She had one that came out. What is it? Oh, maybe that was for the second
1: one. Still, at uh, the second one was like Taylor Swift and yeah, uh, yeah. Zane.
0: Yes, yes, that song was pretty good too. That was that song Look, slapped. It slaps. Okay, they have a lot of remixes. They have a lot of like remakes too.
1: Sure, yeah, sure. I mean, this it, it, the weekend like really like launched. Into the, into the into the heights of popularity from that. So yeah, if that's what comes, I feel like everybody on the world got something. A, a lot of people lost a lot yeah. from the rise of Fifty Shades. Yeah. They lost a lot. It took a lot from people. But I think also everybody gained something. Yeah, I My life personally, I gained the weekend.
0: You gained the weekend. Yep. So I, I also want to point out. I think it's funny. This is going to tell my age, but I was a senior in high school when the first movie came out. Yeah. And around Valentine's Day. Me and all my friends I've been friends with, you know, since basically elementary school, we were all in relationships. And everyone was like, Bro, we're taking our girls to go see the Fifty Shades movie. And I was like, Collectively? And they're like, No, 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 no. Different theaters, different times. I was like, Okay. They're like, But you got to take yours. Because it was Valentine's Day. I'm like, No, I don't want to do that. And they're like, Bro, are you seriously not going to take her to go see Fifty Shades? Girls love Fifty Shades. And I'm like, I think moms love Fifty Shades. <laughs> I don't know about like teenage girls. Like, they like Twilight. That's true. And they're like, not nah, bro, you have to. Now, none of them lasted in those relationships past a few weeks after that movie. Oh, wow.
1: I don't know if that says anything. Whoa. But I just want to throw that out there. So, wow. Yeah, so you Maybe. saw a lot of relationships suffer at the hands because of E.L. E. James. Maybe
0: they were like, the girls were like, oh, we need a a Christian daddy. Mm-hmm. Christian gray type dad. Oh,
1: wow. The guy I'm dating is poor. Yeah, he's poor
0: and also well-mannered. <laughs> Fuck him. But I do, I, I think Twilight and Fifty Shades speaks to something where, like, they did get so popular, but they're also
1: both written about men who are, like, characteristically abusive assholes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it does—it's not healthy. None of that's no. healthy. No. No. So I just— But I, what is? I mean, it's popular Popular culture just portrays yeah. unhealthy relationships, yeah. and we love it. We do love we it. We love it. You, we see do? We you? Love it. Have you seen you on Netflix? We love mm. it. The guy you, is no, a stalker. No. He's a stalker yeah. and a murderer. Spoilers. And we love it. I will say, I did start watching After. Ah, oh, yeah. And by Anna Todd. That's, that's, uh, as I understand it, is also very unhealthy. It is so fucking weird. That <laughs> A, does not depict
0: college correctly whatsoever, like it would. But it is. Again, what does? What does, that's a good point. So, I just, I don't know, I, I think it speaks to something. I, especially, cause you know, the whole stereotype, women, I'm not calling you up, please don't hate me. Where, you know, the, there's the, the whole... Tread like, carefully here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tread as carefully as possible. It's interesting to me that on one hand, culturally speaking, women want to be strong and empowered and independent, which is what I want, obviously. But at the same time, they're going to buy the fuck out of books that depict extremely unhealthy relationships with men who are toxic and abusive and talk about how romantic that is.
1: Yeah, we're all, we're all conditioned. We all yeah. live in a society. And so I'm bringing
0: that up because is it a conditioning thing? Is it a programming thing? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, I think... We do be living in a society, though.
1: I think... I think our uh, our reptilian instincts are not used enough, yeah. so they get replaced by just, like, cultural Bullshit. programming. Yeah. So, like, our version of fight or flight is, like, spank me, daddy, yeah. or <laughs> pay me equally. You know, the, the funny thing is this is also coming from the same guy
0: that was, like, yeah, sometimes uh, from episode 48 sometimes I just see a girl with blue hair and I'm like I, you could ruin my life for a few months <laughs> like don't worry I'm right there with you like <laughs> yeah. it, it's just and that was like one of the one of my friends that I was friends with in high school that went to took his girlfriend to go see 50 shades yep. and then broke up with her like two weeks later I made the the comment and it's just kind of like stuck and it stuck in my head that the only time that he was happy was when they had friction yeah and he was like huh and I was like I was like don't get me wrong friction makes fire I get it like maybe you guys had something that was like passionate or fun but like at the same time it's just like Dude, you were only happy when you were like calling me at midnight and complaining about her, and then yeah. asking to go on a drive and calling her a bitch. Like, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. Like, so I'm, I'm, you know, you it's know, it's not just women. We're the same way. You know, way. <laughs>
1: you know fi- fire is very pretty. Fire is pretty. But you know what burns longer and hotter? Coals. Coals. Yeah. Yeah. Those coals, those slow burners. I was gonna say uh, blue dwarfs, but coals. <laughs> we're all out there looking for our blue dwarfs, and that yeah. was our relationship advice for there this podcast. Go.
0: So I wanted to read, um, I found an article, I think on The Verge, uh, called 50 Craziest Fifty Shades of Grey Quotes. Okay. I trimmed it down because some of them weren't that crazy. I have not read, read or seen the films. You've never read anything Fifty Shades of Grey? So it used to be a hobby of mine when I was in high school to go to bookstores and pick up Fifty Shades of Grey and then place them in the children's
1: section. <laughs> Sit in the children's section and in and the big comfy it, chair yeah. or reading it. Well, just like
0: I was still a minor, so it wasn't super weird. If I did that now, I'd probably go to jail.
1: Yeah. So well, it's like a lecherous look on your face. Yeah, just, wearing a trench coat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great look. Great look. That's why all the Books of Millions are closed, by the way. That is correct. <laughs> yeah.
0: Suddenly he sits up and tugs my panties off and throws them on the floor, pulling off his boxer briefs, his erection springs free
1: springs for spree spring, spring. i feel like what what fanfic was that where we talked about like his oh no, god i think it was the halloween one yeah where uh, oh yeah scramble for purchase was also in that <laughs> yes your feet scramble for purchase that was a well-written non con fic. Yeah. i mean obviously to the imagery of springing forth made it into mm-hmm. real fiction and do a real novel so desire pulls dark and deadly in my groin
0: he reaches between my legs and pulls on the blue string what and a jet ge- and a gently pulls my tampon out and tosses it into the nearby toilet Holy fuck. Sweet mother of all jeez. Ryan put on his, his mask. We're both Sweet wearing socks, masks, by the way. way. I sit up and reach for the orange juice, drinking it down too quickly. It's delicious.
1: Ice cold. Wait, there's orange juice? She's like, oh, now I'm going to go no, for No, no, a- th- these are all different. <laughs> these are all different. <laughs> I felt like, what? like that moment happened and she's like, no, 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 these are all different. Let me take a Completely sunny D break. out of context,
0: by the way, too. I sit up and reach for the orange juice, drinking it down too quickly. It's delicious. Ice cold and it makes my mouth
1: a much better place. It makes my mouth a much better place. This is this is gonna. That sounds like something that would be written by a person writing a fic that English is not their first language. Yes.
0: This little exchange right here is going to make you physically uncomfortable.
1: Let's do it. Let's Christian. Well, more people have walked out on the deck, so let's, let's hear it.
0: Christian, Doctor Green is coming to sort you out. Anna, why? Christian, because I hate condoms. Anna, it's my body. Christian,
1: it's mine too. <laughs> we don't know what was said next. We don't know what said next. Oh, God. But who could like this Christian guy?
0: Okay, so I do know, just to give some context, I do know that in the book there is a very big um, conflict because he wants her to get the um, intravenous birth control shots. Are you doing? And she's afraid of uh, shots. Oh.
1: Yeah. And then what ends up happening? They, uh, do they he... reach a mature compromise where they both give a little bit? <laughs> and he respects her wishes and her body as a woman. And she also you know, makes her own choice based on what her wants are and yeah, care yeah, for her yeah. partner?
0: yeah. Um, He has, uh, if I remember correctly, he has his private physician track her down
1: and stick her with the needle without her knowing. What? I think so. Correct me if I'm wrong in the chat, guys. I have no idea if that happens or not, but if it does, that is so messed up. Yeah.
0: That's Uh, like,
1: that's like, (laughs) that's like, that's like some like Harvey Weinstein stuff (laughs) that would come out (laughs) in this universe. He'd be like, Christian (laughs) Grey paid his private physician to surreptitiously administer... Oh, God. Birth control. <laughs> it's so gross,
0: dude.
1: Um, to his unwilling partner. He said such
0: loving things today, but how long will he want to do this without wanting to beat the crap out of me?
1: I mean, that's a real that's a real issue that people yeah. have, but a lot of people aren't like going into it willingly. No. Yeah, that's a real sad thing that people face.
0: None of these are connected except for the first three words, but I just think they're all funny. What next to each other? My inner goddess is beside herself, hopping from foot to foot. My inner goddess fist pumps the air above her che lounge. My inner goddess stirs from her five-day sulk. My inner goddess is doing the merengue with some salsa moves. My inner goddess is doing a triple axle dismount
1: off the uneven bars, and abruptly, my mouth is dry. Dude, I, I, <laughs> I, I feel like that—like my inner goddess, her inner goddess is doing like the moves that yeah. the hot dog guy does on the Snapchat filter. <laughs> like, that's my, exactly it. My inner goddess is standing next to—I uh, don't know. Cut that. I don't know where I'm going. With that. <laughs> so here's—I
0: don't know. I just thought this one was funny. Mentally girding my loins, I head into the hotel. Mentally girding my loins? Mentally girding my loins, I head into the hotel. I only kept this one in because I wanted to talk about girding loins. Talk about it then. Do you know what that is? No. Uh so back in the day, like year zero or so, when we all wore loincloths. Okay. It was specifically for men. When they were gonna have to go into like a physical conflict, there's actually a way to tie the loincloth around your pelvis mm. called girding. Mm. So you gird your loins. Which is which is obviously now a euphemism for like prepare and get ready.
1: You yes. Let's go fucking do this. Sure. So, mentally girding my loins, I head into the hotel. Mentally girding. My, why don't you say girding my loins? I don't know. Maybe maybe El James is a uh, is a hyper literal writer. Could so be. she would never say I'm girding my loins. You'd be like I am met- mentally. mentally girding my loins.
0: He's my very own Christian Grey
1: popsicle. I don't even want to know what the context that is. I don't know. That is. Here's one out of context. Feel it, baby feel it baby i don't know i just thought that my was favorite funny. this is on the side my favorite reality show is temptation island
0: okay and there's
1: a moment <laughs> where uh one... wait is that
0: the one where they can't have sex
1: no it's it's uh that's too hot to handle on netflix okay this one's on usa okay and it's three couples go to an island and they get split up the men live in a house with a bunch of single women and the women live in a house with a bunch of single men and they have to last like a summer without cheating but they obviously go so this girl cheats right away and she asks (laughs) if she can touch this guy and he goes go ahead feel that thing so that's the that's the Fifty Shades version of go ahead and feel that thing gosh dang look at that thing Christian you are my underwear
0: Anna did that shock you Christian
1: yes all these are way out of context I'm sure they're beautiful in the flow of the novel
0: the elevator whisks me away with terminal
1: velocity to the 20th floor with terminal velocity I like that I don't know if she knows that what that means and from a very tiny underused part of
0: my brain probably located at the base of my medulla oblongata near where my subconscious <laughs> dwells comes the thought he's here to see you oh my I god I love the idea of some like brain mapping in the middle of, the, of thinking <laughs> just like like it's like uh, Jimmy Neutron with the brain
1: blast yeah yeah, yeah. exactly what it, it is it also seems like that would be written by a, a high school student who just got taught that in like AP Psych <laughs> probably in my medulla oblongata
0: I could feel the power deep in my cells, coming from the mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> the powerhouse of the cell, don't you know? Don't you know that? His voice is warm and husky like dark melted fudge caramel. Or something. <laughs> Does it say or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just, or just something. Gave up, just like, his voice resonated off the cave walls or I don't know. Just something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> some really beautiful metaphor or I don't know. Fuck it, you'll <laughs> like it. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, that's so good.
0: Ark, I cry as I feel a weird pinching sensation deep inside me as he rips through my virginity.
1: Wait, was she a, was she a virgin before she was with Christian Grey? Yeah. As he rips through my virginity. Yep. Wow. That's. I feel like I could hear the narrator of, like, Golden Years talk about <laughs> that. It was the summer of 1971 when I ripped through Sarah Lee's <laughs> virginity. I teared through that virginity.
0: I'm so glad I decided to wear my best jeans this morning. I am, too. I'm wearing my best jeans yeah. for this. I must be the color of the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> Are you blushing? Is the book red? Uh, d- yeah, it depends, is it, on, the, it depends like, on the
1: printing. It depends on the... Yeah. Yeah. Is, did she just get a tan? Is it like a brown, like, leather-bound book? Or? It, wasn't Mao Zedong's little red book? Isn't that what she should write? I, I think it depends on the edition. She should yeah. have said, I am a, the color of the Communist Manifesto, edition three, the reprint yeah, from 2004. Re- yeah. From ISB Random N- House. Yes. number is... Yes.
0: I am all gushy and breathy, like a child, not a grown woman who can vote and drink legally in the state of Washington. (laughs) When you turn 21, you don't start contextualizing things like, I can drink legally in the state of New York City, why am I doing this? Like, what? I am registered to vote, why am I going to Chuck E. Cheese? (laughs) He has a coffee which bears a wonderful leaf pattern imprinted on the milk. How do they do that, I wonder idly?
1: man you've got to. there's like so many things for me to mention at the end of this episode I'm just being bombarded yeah you things. are you really are
0: and there it was a white helicopter with the name Grey Enterprises Holdings Inc written in blue with the company logo on the side surely this is misuse of company property
1: <laughs> yeah she, this yeah, guy seems really irresponsible Yeah. I like to think that like Christian Grey is like Norman Osborn
0: yeah. yeah does this mean you're going to make love to me tonight Christian holy shit did I just say that His mouth drops open slightly, but he recovers quickly. No, Anastasia. It doesn't. Firstly, I don't make love. I fuck. Hard. (laughs) Dude, this guy's awesome. What? Like... (laughs) This guy is awesome. Why are we looking at a playroom? I am mystified. You want to play on your Xbox? I ask. He laughs loudly.
1: That was in the trailer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess. I don't... (laughs) I like your kinky fuckery, I whisper. What was that? What was that? I like your kinky fuckery, I whisper. Oh, my God. How could he mean so much to me in such a short time? He's got right under my skin. Literally.
1: Oh, uh, wow. wow. E.L. James, <laughs> the hyper-literalist. I read that one, and I just went... <laughs> <laughs> gags. <laughs> He's got right under my skin. Literally. She would have said figuratively if she didn't actually figuratively. mean it. She would not just left that hanging there. Christian, you are the
0: state lottery, the cure for cancer, and the three wishes from Aladdin's lamp all rolled into one.
1: Uh, the cure for cancer? Really? The yeah, cure for cancer. The literal. He is the literal. The actual
0: cure for cancer. You are the cure
1: for cancer. So, reading
0: those, putting aside the questions of whether the book it was harmful or empowering to women in relationships. I've talked about this on the show before, but I feel like I must talk about it again. From The Guardian. Fifty Shades of Grey goes viral, literally. Library copies of the best-selling Sadomasticus Romance were found to carry traces of herpes and cocaine. Cocaine? And cocaine. So two Belgian professors swabbed a whole swath of library copies, Fifty Shades of Grey, and they found herpes and cocaine.
1: I would like to say that that was a targeted study. And I think we should swab all library books, like Catcher yeah. in the Rye. Yeah. What, what is that? What is that going to be laced with? I am going to throw some books at you. You tell me what you think the most it. common it's substance is. Catcher in the Rye, John Lennon blood. <laughs> Very good, touche. Great Gatsby, cocaine, Harry Potter, and the Prisoner of Azkaban, and the Prisoner Ask. Yes, Wolf's hair, Arag- Arag-
0: Aragon, Aragon, ooh. ooh, meteorite dust. Isn't there a sword made from meteorite in Aragon?
1: I don't know. Okay, I don't remember.
0: Your favorite, 1984. 1984. uh, The Blood of Patriots. And whiskey. And whiskey. And a lot of self-loathing. Watchmen. Watchmen? Probably cocaine. Probably cocaine, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Or like, you know, Wolf's Bane, something magic-related, because Alan Moore thinks he's a wizard.
1: Right. If you give a mouse a cookie. If you give a mouse a cookie? Cake. Whoa! Okay. It's a rebellious streak. Let me get one more out here. The Bible. The The Bible?
0: Oh. Oh... Do I say a really gross joke? The Bible, priest semen and little boy underwear. There you go. There we go. There you
1: go. That's what I'm saying. It's like. Listen, if you don't like <clears throat> that I said that, don't let that happen. I feel like all library books have a little bit yeah. of cocaine and so, a little bit of herpes on them. According to this, I just think this was an unfair targeted study. According
0: to this, they they swabbed the ten most popular library books at the time. Okay. All ten tested positive for cocaine. <laughs>
1: Oh, you know those library goers are really crazy folks.
0: Yeah. When I go to the
1: library, everyone's just sprinting through the aisles, grabbing. Well, you know what? They're the most popular books. You need to be hopped up on cocaine to get there, to get through it, and get them. Yeah, because whenever I go, the popular books are gone because all those cokeheads are rushing in and out with them. Yeah, exactly. They've all taken. armfuls of books, <laughs> sniffing violently, saying, "Oh no, I'm just not hungry. I want to go read." Yes. And this somehow,
0: this article somehow like devolves into why all library books need to be uh, UV. Uh, <laughs> treated with UV to get rid of bacteria. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of right there with they, them. They were ahead of their time. They really were.
1: <laughs> all library
0: books need to be destroyed Every after return. one. So there we go. Do we have any other questions on E.L. James or the Fifty Shades or should I just jump
1: right into a fig? While I, I do think she may have straight up copied Stephanie Meyer's model. She absolutely did. My ultimate... Where I ultimately land on Eel James is, go ahead and make that money. You yeah, make that money, girl. If people are buying it, yeah, you can sell it. Do it. I don't care. Good for you. I wish they didn't. I I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> who who am I? Who am I to, to put someone on blast for enriching themselves? Yeah. In this world, that's fair. Okay, Fifty Shades of Bay B A Y. Can you guess what it's a crossover with? Baywatch.
0: Anything Christian Grey desired was his. He had almost everything a person could want. Money, power. But he was missing one thing money can only kind of buy. Love. (laughs) Only kind of. Christian had been dating a young girl named Anastasia. It all fell apart one night when he looked deep into her mascara-smeared eyes. What are you thinking of, my precious property? Oh, Christian, Anastasia said with her super whiny childlike voice. I'm so happy that my inner goddess is doing the chicken dance very good mark on the, the author's part this person this person has receipts has they're coming red. <laughs> Christian turned white like powdered donuts in winter
1: or something <laughs> no way I swear to god dude I didn't write this wow this is a this is a stand this is not just a fan this is a stand of the novel <laughs> the last smack her ass took was a boot out the
0: door he sat at his computer disgusted he had wasted his time with her there was a loud beep just as his head hit it was an evite from Prince Eric a divorce party Christian knew it was coming. That aerial girl was not his type. He was just marrying her because of the pressure from his parents to get wed. He wasn't the settle-down-and-marrying type. He much preferred to be out on long voyages surrounded by seamen. Not just his seamen. He liked to go from port to port and gather up all the various seamen he could find. He then realized that she was everything he wanted in a woman. Quiet. Although he did hear that she has become a little more wordy after the marriage, she was probably playing it cool until she got the ring. Christian called in one of his secretaries, who was hotter than the girls he dates for whatever reason. Brenda, give Princess Ariel a call and offer up my condolences and see if she needs a place to stay. Meanwhile... But why, screamed Ariel, I lost my fin for you. I didn't ask you to do that, Prince Eric told her. Look, I need some time with my thoughts. I'm going sailing with Roderick. Again? (laughs) Ariel shrieked. You and Roderick always sneaking off together? It's either him or Nathan or Philip or Nathan and Philip? Oh my god, I get it now. Ariel looked like she came to a sudden realization. All the night sneaking out, catching you with all those men. Prince Eric flustered. I was going to tell you, I swear, it's just, you started an all-men's club. <laughs> Eric stared at her confused. Yes. Yes. He started pushing Ariel through the door. I'm so sorry. I'm so I am
1: sorry. So busy with my club. Too busy to be married. Bye. The construction behind me has reached <laughs> a new, new level. Tsunami heights. A new level. These guys are working right through lunch.
0: For sure. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about lunch, do they? Before, uh, before Ariel knew it, it was the door. Before Ariel knew it, the door was slammed in her face. She was about to burst into tears when a servant came up to her with a phone. For you, my lady. Back in Seattle.
1: That definitely should have been a, a appearance from the chef, the French chef.
0: Christian was looking through his business forms, extremely worried. What the hell happened here, Brenda? Our business was doing so well, doing business for business things in my business. Ahem, sir. This isn't your first contracted. Contract, is it, young mermaid? Christian said seductively. Oh, no, Ariel replied. The last time it didn't go well. I lost my voice.
1: I'm sorry, I'm really confused. Who's in this
0: room? Uh, Christian, Ariel, and Brenda. And where is Eric? He's gone. Eric is surrounded by semen at this moment. So he called Ariel? I'm just Yeah. Honestly, you don't really have to put a lot of thought into this one. (laughs)
1: Gotcha. Okay?
0: (laughs) Well... Well, you will still need permission to speak in my presence. Are you clean? I heard you have crabs. (laughs) Only one, sir, but he doesn't bother anyone. His name is Sebastian. (laughs) Rule one is you never name your STDs, Christian said angrily.
1: Everyone (laughs) knows that's the first rule. rule. rule.
0: Ariel didn't know what STDs were, but she assumed it stood for Sea Terrain Diplomats. Sorry, sir. Do you shave, Christian asked? Oh, no, Ariel replied. We were always taught to avoid metal-sharp things. The girl was way more dense than Christian expected in an aquatic person. Christian still thought that she may be able to fill his needs. I think it is time you see my red room. Christian led Ariel into a secret room of pleasure. Her eyes widened as she looked around at all the whips, chains, and various sex toys all around her. Wow, Ariel said amazed. I'd like to meet your seagull. Meet your what?
1: Meet your seagull. Oh. (laughs) Oh, because, yeah, the seagull brings her all the stuff. Yeah, all the stuff. Who's your seagull? You got a guy? You got a a seagull?
0: You got a guy? So that's... Fifty Shades of Bay by Hauerang is my hero on fanfiction.net.
1: You know what? I like that that this author juxtaposed a very unhealthy relationship, Anastasia and Christian Grey, with a low-key unhealthy relationship. Prince Eric and Ariel. Yes.
0: Yeah, I like that. So would you... If I tell you the title, you'll know what it is. Do you want to guess what the next Phantom is going to be?
1: Give me a hint. I can't just guess. It was hint. one of the books you listed.
0: Ooh. The Bible. <laughs> Jesus and Mary Magdalene? I wish. Oh, God. He's, like, whipping her feet as, she, as he washes them? No. Eighty-four shades of gray. <laughs> it was a crisp and cold day in April, and Christian's cock was striking my genitals. Christian, I groaned, are you sure this is safe? What if Big Brother is watching? Anna, the only Big Brother you should be concerned about right now is mine. Grinned Christian as he entered my ministry of love. <laughs> oh, Christian, I howled. That feels double plus good. <laughs> as I lost myself in the ecstasy, I thought back to how I first met Mr. Gray. Ironically, I first encountered Christian at a meeting of the Anti-Sex League. He and I were the two most fervent members of our branch. So it was ironic that I, that I was finding myself physically attracted to him, despite my best infor- efforts to suppress those traitorous feelings. After a particularly heated meeting... He invited me to join him at his home to plan future anti-sex efforts. It was an ironical ruse to get me alone. Once there, he made love to me, engaging in a role-play scenario he called thought policeman and thought criminal. I had a belly feel that... It's
1: a common one. It's a common one, yeah.
0: ...that what we did was wrong, yet it made my belly feel so right. Ever since that fateful day, we've been conducting a secret, torrid affair. To think that Christian, a rich and successful inner party member, could could desire me a mere outer party member still shocks me. He likes to dominate me, hit me, tie me up, threaten to have me arrested and tortured, and more. Our sex crime could get us killed, but we'll risk anything for our passionate love. Christian returned me to the present by spanking me with a copy of The Theory and Practice of Oligarchical Collectivism. You're a dirty little opponent of... I'm sorry. (laughs) You're a dirty little opponent of Ingsuk, aren't you? He growled oh yes christian i murmured Woo. i've been naughty thought criminal and you need to punish me and how should i do that he queried should i take you <laughs> <He queried. laughs>
1: dude this should, is brilliant should i
0: take you to room 101 or should i go inside your room 101 oh no christian i breathed breathlessly anywhere but there
1: Breathe breathlessly a common phrase that's a good one that i don't
0: like too bad baby he responded i'm going to give your room 101 two minutes of love but he never got the chance, as the Thought Police burst into the room and arrested us. Uh-oh. Then I had to play Thought Policeman and Thought Criminal for real. And it was double plus ungood. <laughs> oh, no. But when it was done, I had won the victory over myself and BDSM sex. I no longer loved a dominating, possessive, intrusive, and abusive man. I only
1: loved Big Brother. Big Brother. Who needs to read 1984 anymore? Just tell me how good that was. That was, was, that might have been one of the best ones I've (laughs) ever read. That is so good. It was really good, dude. Honestly, like, they took, how many words is that? Like, 600? Um, 200? 410. 410 words? They, they, whole novel, 410.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love the Enemy of Ingsock and the Double Plus good. It was so good. Ministry of Love, so fucking great.
1: So so someone read all of Fifty Shades and all of 1984, (laughs) and they're like, you know what? This could mix. And that was called 84 Shades of 84 Grey. 84 Shades of Grey. Perfect. Perfect. So this one is called
0: Christian Grey, Sith Conquering Master of the Universe. What is it? Christian Grey,
1: Sith Conquering Master of the Universe. Nice. It incorporates Master of the Universe. Okay, so this is going to be full of good referential nuggets. Once upon a
0: time, in a really far, far galaxy, there existed Got a huge empire governed by a terrible man with really peculiar interests. His name was Christian Grey the most powerful Sith who had ever existed. The Sith were an evolved part of the humankind who had special abilities like moving objects, protecting fire, projecting fire, or becoming little chickens into cows and whatsoever. On the other side, there existed the Jedi, who used their powers to make good in the world. Although these disappeared a few hundred years ago, the Emperor Grey killed them all, hitting them with his black leather bow of death, the most feared weapon in the whole universe. Anyways, lately the Emperor Grey had been kind of sad as there was nobody else to sodomize or nowhere else to conquer and then kill the natives, obviously by sodomizing them. And in fact, he had decided to take a holiday and maybe visit a parallel universe. And just take some time to enjoy sodomizing people just for fun. Just doing it, yeah. Yeah. Get back to your roots. Exactly. Do what you love. This way, he asked two of his best scientists, Marty McFly and Doc Emmett Brown... (laughs) How could he travel between (laughs) (laughs) the... Why not? Why not? (laughs) They told him they had been working on a new machine called the DeLorean, but even though they told him it wasn't finished, he was so excited with the idea that he decided to take the chance and give it a try. After he got on, he started the machine, and suddenly he went back to 1885. But it wasn't the normal world in 1885. It was a world where religion had never existed, allowing science to develop itself way more than, than in the universe where he came from. However, soon he realized something he couldn't tolerate in his life. In such a scientific and developed world, there was no room for entertaining, and therefore, no sodomy. Oh! So he decided that one last time he would conquer the world and teach everybody the advantage advantages of sodomizing others. A little
1: bit of footloose in here, too. Yeah,
0: although this time he decided to do it democratically, and so he created a political call, party called Friends of Sodoma. The name did not make any kind of sense, even if it sounded kind of similar to sodomizing but he liked it anyways and he knew he would win the elections thanks to his Sith powers finally on June the 26th three days away he won the rigged elections with that's a big number that I can't pronounce votes in favor of the 85% of participation that way he created a state of sex lust semi-anarchy and overall sodomy and everyone especially the president Christian Grey lived happy in their new lusty sodomized lives the end wow notes not mine (laughs) just playing another sandbox
1: (laughs) Hey man, I'm just playing in the sandbox of life, hey, man.
0: If you don't like it, don't get mad at me, man.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? That was nuts. That What'd one, you think? that one was all over the place. Yeah, it was weird. It really, <laughs> it really got into like how he accomplished. 85 percent voter turnout, though. Like <laughs> we, mean, we should learn from this. I wish we had that. Yeah. Though. I think that the people behind us are demolishing that building with yeah. just one jackhammer. Yeah, just
0: a single jackhammer. But
1: <laughs> being like five people, they're demolishing like a eight story building with just one jackhammer and a, a whole do bunch of yeah
0: just just a little interlude uh in case nobody knows with everything that's going on with covid there's like when i say basically no one obviously there's still like millions of people but compared
1: to what new york is normally like especially in the summer there's like nobody here oh yeah Dal, you should have been here like three weeks ago yeah it, this is crazy for me is it there's a lot of people around yeah. now it was that's totally insane. empty before totally insane. it doesn't suck because there are way too many people in new york <laughs> yeah i had just gotten over the like, anxiety of feeling like I'm always in somebody's way. Yeah. And I kind of liked the empty streets, yeah. but I'm, I have some level of immunity, so I have that privilege. Mm-hmm. But now that people are back, like, I feel like this is harder. Yeah. That people are back, and I need yeah. to readapt to it.
0: Uh, but, like, how do you socially distance in camp, New York? You can't. Camp. When you get on the subway, and you're all six feet apart, that doesn't work. Just don't take the you subway. You can't even walk on the street and be six feet apart. Yeah. And for some reason... you got to stay inside. That's, like, the only way. The city's kind of grosser than it was before. There's been no one here, and you'd think it'd be nicer. What I literally saw a dude shitting on the sidewalk two days ago.
1: Yeah, well, the homeless population, they got pretty bold because there's
0: yeah. no one out there. Well, in their defense, all the public bathrooms are closed. Yep. All the bathrooms in the restaurants are closed. Right. And if you want to go into a restaurant and you have to wear a mask,
1: they don't have masks. They don't have yeah, masks.
0: Sure. So I feel bad for them. I really do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't their
1: main source of income and
0: uh, like food. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've honestly seen some of the homeless people get a little more aggressive asking for money. Absolutely. So I feel bad for him, I really do. Absolutely. But and the, I will the rats say, have
1: gotten more bold. They took over to the that. streets at one point. Yeah. There used to be this like, rats all over the place. Yeah.
0: Stealing pizza, taking it downstairs. There wasn't any pizza
1: for them to steal. Exactly. So they were coming after you.
0: I don't think the man who was shitting on the side of the
1: street was homeless. <laughs> he was wearing a suit. <laughs> he didn't look homeless. He might have been. It's a tough time for everybody. If you need to look, if you need to drop a deuce on, this, on the street...
0: Yeah. I will say, less than 24 hours, it was cleaned up. Someone had hit it with a hose. So... Good on us, I guess?
1: We're rebuilding.
0: Yeah. We are the virus, but we will rebuild. Are you rebuilding? Yeah. Okay, this one is called Fifty Shades of Silver.
1: Interesting. Do you want to guess? Fifty Shades of Silver. Is this an Olympian? No. Fifty Shades of Grey crossover. No. Then I don't know.
0: I scowled with frustration at myself in the mirror. Damn my hair. Damn my horse face. Damn my small breasts of a 13-year-old and damn my brother Brandon for falling off a horse and breaking his leg and subjecting me into this matter. After I finish brushing my hair, I walk in, out the tent into a sunny day. The air is filled with the smell of sweat, vomit, and horse shit, and I inhale deeply to leave the divine essence in my nostrils. How much I love tourneys. My inner goddess is dancing and clapping her hands as I walk down the path to find Rhaegar Targaryen's tent.
1: Oh no. The skirts
0: are swirling around my thin, pale legs as I am taking the last few steps before I stand right in front of the great tent made of red and black velvet. Oh my, this is truly beautiful. I am overwhelmed by Rhaegar's massive, majestic, burly tent, which surmounts proudly in the air and leaves me stare agape at the enormous object. My subconscious grins at me and I blush slightly at the thought of brushing my face against the soft, sweet colossus. I shake my head and walk straight into the tent. There is a man standing in the middle of the tent, staring into the papers and not noticing my presence. As he looks up, my head turns and I fall down into the wet, warm mud. He quickly stands up and jumps near me to help get back, uh, to help me get back on my feet. He looks down at me and the mere sight of him makes me dizzy. He's leaning over me like a giant, sending an odd vibration from his muscular body and glowing in the darkness of the tent. He reaches out his hand and looks deeply in my eyes. Oh my, is all I can think. Oh my, oh my, oh my. His eyes are violet, like a painful bruise after three days, and his hair, which falls down his manly shoulders, has the color of moonlight during the full moon. He smiles at me, and I feel the waterfall, flowing between my legs, sinking right into my blue dress. (laughs) Uh. This
1: is, this, and this is, so
0: this is Leanna Stark. Yes. Okay. I flush deeply, my cheeks turn into swollen radishes, and I lash my eyebrows at him, blowing the warm air right into his face. He looks puzzled, so he cocks... Blowing the air with my eyelashes? That is a powerful eyelash. Whoosh, whoosh. He looks puzzled, so he cocks his head aside into the other side until I finally connect his hand with mine, and he helps me to get up. His hand is so soft like the evening air, and so warm and sweaty. Soon I have my hand all but wet, so are my calves. Humid by the spring of happiness, flowing from my sweet bloom. Wow, she's just... She a waterfall coming down. Wow. Back. That's a lot. Are you well, my lady? <laughs> obviously speaks. not. Obviously your, not, bro. By your... You've created a... A veritable slip and slide right now, Targaryen (laughs) Are you well, my lady? He speaks, and I widen my eyes I'm astonished by his white teeth, so pale and brittle I stare agape at him for countless of time And I watch him nervously cock his eyebrows and purse his lips Should I find a a maester? He asks, and I grasp at the beautiful sound of his voice This is how heaven sounds Like soft velvet, sleeping pussy, boiled potato (laughs) Oh, what was that second one? What's up? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing? And nothing? What's good? Boiling potatoes? <laughs> Boiling potatoes, yeah. What? <laughs> it takes a few more moments until I find the right words to whisper passionately. Nah. <laughs> 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 he walks to his table, slowly taking a seat, elegant as a butterfly and hot as the summer sunshine. He pierces me with his eyes and beckons at one of the chairs. When I do not react and keep standing with my mouth open, he sighs and raises his sharp voice. Take a seat, my lady, so we can discuss the reason why you're here. I blindly obey his voice and sit into the soft chair. He coughs silently. So? Yes, my prince? I ask, and feel shivering down my spine because of his words. I think he really likes me. The reason why you're here, Lady Stark. Oh yes, of course. I try to smile, and inside I feel like an idiot. My brother Brandon asked me to ask you, and then something sudden hits me. Something I am not quite used to. A coherent thought. Are you gay, Prince Rhaegar? I blurt, His face is a calm sea before the storm. I can't read anything from his fi- uh, from it. Not that I can read well, anyways. When he doesn't reply, I raise my eyebrows, but with a shamed blush on my cheeks. Is that what your brother asks? He finally says with that sexy voice of his. Yes. I try to say, but from my mouth comes only wordless growl. Nah. Nah. His <laughs> He's hesitating makes me sure he is gay. How did I not see this sooner? This explains everything—the harp, the songs, the hair conditioners all over the tent. John Connington—it all suddenly makes sense. And my inner goddess cries in the corner while my subconscious pokes her with a stick. <laughs> Do you really think someone like Prince Ray could like you and have a normal, totally not BDSM relationship with you? I don't think that this is something you should ask someone like me. But no, I am not gay, my lady. My inner goddess starts dancing, and I feel like screaming. Not gay. Oh my, not gay.
1: My uh, my inner goddess has just been dancing this whole time. I'm having a blast. Is
0: on the edge of this building right now wanting to jump off (laughs) my inner goddess is
1: doing every (laughs) TikTok dance that I've seen
0: I don't think that this is something uh, oh no after a few more moments of awkward silence he opens his mouth again and I spot a glimpse of his tongue which turns me on so I probably humid the chair which I sit on I humid the chair oh my gosh
1: she has a condition (laughs) she has an actual like vaginal discharge (laughs) condition maybe she like just can't hold her bladder I don't know the Starks evolved to just shoot out urine so they can stay warm in the cold winters is that what working is (laughs) yes i don't know (laughs) is there anything else you'd like i don't
0: hear the obvious discommodity in his voice because i'm too busy arguing with my inner goddess and subconscious well the inner
1: goddess plays a big part in this
0: i do like this no no my prince i thank you for your time i stand up from the chair and notice the wet pool of my sweet fluid in the middle of the seat oh how much i'd like to wipe it all over his face he walks near me and grabs my arm gently. When our bodies connect, I feel something I would describe as electric shock if I knew what that was. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That is a good one. He leads me out of my <laughs> tent, so graceful and noble. It's been a pleasure meeting you. I hope we meet again, Lyanna Stark. He kisses my hand and then everything goes black and numb. I faint again.
1: That's really... I I w- that would have described as an electric shock if I knew what, that, I knew was. what that was. That's, that's perfect. Good. I feel like I got hit by a truck if I knew what that if was. I knew what that was. <laughs>
0: I feel like he would put uh, tassels on my nipples and, you know, attach me to a sex swing and whip me in the vagina with a leathery whip, if I knew what
1: those things were. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great cop-out for an author who (laughs) wants to have, like, a naive protagonist, but also wants to use, like, a lot of descriptors. Yeah.
0: Or trying to, like, write a period piece where they don't know too much about the period. So it's, like, 1920s, and it's, like, that really, like, they did a dance that was on TikTok, if I knew what that was. Like, Like, I just...
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So... I'm going to tell you about two that are a little too long to get to. Okay. One is called Fifty Shades of Green. Guess the crossover. Green Mile. Ninja Green Turtles. Eggs and Ham. Oh! Another is called Resignation, which is Batman Begins.
1: Interesting. This one... I feel like Christian Grey, Bruce Wayne is pretty easy. Pretty easy crossover. This one is called Fifty Dreams. Fifty Dreams?
0: You can guess. I won't give any hints. Sandman. Prologue, Chapter One. My name is Christina Gray and I'm almost sixteen years old. I have grey eyes with long curly and messy hair. All the people who I met said I'm a s- splitting image? <laughs> Pretty sure it's spitting. A splitting image of my father, Christian Gray, I am named after. By the way, this one is horrendously written and I'm going to try to keep it as true as possible. Yes.
1: Don't 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 dishonor the text.
0: I got a big mouth when it comes down for me to say things. My daddy says is a trait from my mother. I stand in my bed thinking on that day. Flashback. I started running through our big house. Who am I kidding in? It is a freaking mansion. I passed Teddy's and Phoebe's rooms, trying to find Daddy to show him what I drew. Trying his room, I found Mummy working on her laptop for her company. Mummy, Mummy, where is Daddy? I asked her. She lifted her head and had a calming smile on her beautiful face with her big blue eyes, showing me her undying love. Daddy is in his workroom, she started. What do you have there, sweetie? she asked. It is a secret. I winked at her and stormed out of the room to go at Daddy's workroom. I could hear my Mummy's giggles from here. I reached to his workroom, and opened the door because he always keeps it unlocked. Oh, is this gonna be Narnia? He was talking at his BlackBerry. Yeah, no, Andrea. I would like the CEO from Goldenrod Radio at a meeting. He stoked for a moment and glanced from his desk. Our gray eyes locking. Then, when he saw the paper in my hand, he grins. Andrea, I will call you later. I have a meeting to attend. He said to Andrea, and closed his BlackBerry. Daddy, Daddy, look, look! I shouted at him while running and grabbed him in a bear hug while he starts to loaf. And what my beautiful baby girl is doing here, he asked with a raised eyebrow. I lifted the paper, making him take it, which he did. After studying it, I knew I needed I need some explaining to do. Put it down, I damned and he obeys. This is Teddy. I made my finger run through Run Trough, a boy with short black, messy, copper hair and blue eyes. This is Phoebe, I said with my finger on a girl with grey eyes and beautiful long blonde hair and pigtails. This is you, Daddy, Mummy, and me. I finished after I pointed out the faces I made. And who might this be? He me amused pointing a tiny head with green helmet and two red horns it's rose my friend from my dreams she is a raltz i explained happily
1: as soon as you said golden i knew what it was he raised his
0: eyebrow you don't say he chuckled and flashback that's when i was six years old and on my seventh b day daddy and mom gave me an egg and from that egg came my beautiful raltz rose <laughs> no 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 no
1: because i know what raltz evolves into i know where this is going no no no
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> from there it came and Lulu my Riolu was abandoned and took her in I heard a knock on my door come in I shouted dear it is oh no, my daddy oh no we also Lucario's also in
1: this another anthropomorphic <laughs> Pokemon matter of factly
0: okay I exclaimed as hell cause it's time for my travels to begin chapter one surprise surprise wait chapter one was a prologue who gives a fuck and okay so here's chapter one of the story I hope you'll enjoy it oh and authors know daddy can you wait a bit so I can change the clothes I asked him yes of course he replied I jumped out of my bed and ran right in my dress room, which was huge. No, huge is not the right term. Humongous. From there, I took a red shirt that says, no problema, mañana, a pair of black shorts, and my all-time favorite, red sneakers.
1: I w- sneakers? <laughs> I would have bought those from Hot Topic if I knew what that was. If I was. knew what that was.
0: <laughs> if it existed in the Pokemon universe. With that, I got out. So how do I look? I asked my two girls, Lulu and Rose, who were busy playing around and talking girl stuff. Awesome. They both sing songs. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention, for no reason, I can understand Pokemon. Weird. Huh? <laughs> 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 oh this is such a good pick let's go daddy is waiting I almost shouted with that said they both jumped on my shoulder Lulu on the left one and Rose on the right one respectively you don't you don't have to put respect I exited my room and was meted by a smiling dad which is unusual if I think of it because he was so overprotective that I had to fight him to go on a journey those were the days where gla- grey glares could be seen in the house and fighting over little things like eating or stuff that daddy is oh so sever over them but I
1: finally decided that I don't Sometimes want to fight. Sometimes in fan you just gotta yeah. let sentences go. Just let them float down the stream of consciousness, because I it. have no idea what that man.
0: But I finally decided that I don't want to fight with him anymore, and I promised him that if he lets me on a journey and don't keep my promise on my 10th beat day, that I will beat Uncle Red to a pulp and come back as a champion.
1: Ooh, Uncle Red. Well,
0: the deal was that if I don't complete, that I will redo high school at home and won't get out from house for four years. But the other part was that if I win, I can do anything I want, which what? is a huge victory over Daddy. It's <laughs> a
1: complex bargain.
0: Come, your brother is waiting for you, he said. Which one, I asked. You'll see, he stated. I hope it is my twin brother, David. He can talk to Pokemon as well. I don't know if he seems that it ruins in the family when Auntie Yellow came around, but it is still I find it that weird that she, me, and David can talk and understand Pokemon. It's something that my bro tried to find out.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Wait a second. Is there some? Okay. No,
0: I got to clarify something else. When I was six and showed Daddy the drawing, I haven't drawn David in there. Because me and him at that age weren't like other twins. And I got to say one thing, he doesn't know how to lie. He only tells the truth, and only the truth, which I find it quite weird to be unable to lie. Has this not well, ever
1: heard of show, don't tell? I, this, this is, is administrative this... BS. be
0: honest with you, this really goes nowhere. <laughs> I just like the meme of her in the, uh, the
1: Ralts. Oh my god, yeah, that was, that was intense. That so was intense.
0: we started episode one on Pokemon with a Gardevoir. And we've gotten all the way to episode 50... With Pokemon and Erats and Fifty Shades of Grey. So
1: the message is nothing has changed. Have
0: sex with Pokemon. For fifty episodes. Yeah, nothing's changed. We haven't
1: improved. We are a pro Pokemon Human Relationship podcast through and through. That is
0: called Pokefilio.
1: From one to fifty. Yes. That's us. That's our stance. You know you know what you're getting into when you listen to us. Sorry, Liberals. And we're not changing. So what was your favorite? 1984. Yeah, 1984 yeah. So 84 yeah, 84 shades of gray. 84 shades of gray. 84 shades of gray. And honestly, reading the quotes, that was funny in and of yeah, itself. It was a good. Yeah, yeah.
0: So there we go. Fifty Shades of fanfic. That's what we're at. Wow. Yeah, Fifty Shades crossovers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that was a good 50th episode. I think, it was, I think, I it was think that was a
1: phenomenal episode. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm proud
0: of that. Yeah, you, should you might be. not be able to understand it because of the construction. <laughs> But
1: I had fun with it. I had a good time. And again, we've already established 50 episodes is a lot of work. This episode is all about us. Yeah. I don't care about the fans. We had fun doing this. This isn't for you. Yeah.
0: This is this is the first episode we've recorded in person
1: since, what, March? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Beginning of March, actually. First ever outside. Yeah. First ever with zero attention paid to audio integrity. Yeah.
0: Probably last ever outside likely
1: <laughs> as that, I'm that, watching people that, that guy's like a quarter mile away yeah. just hammering just yeah, hammering I don't know at what stage in building a skyscraper you use a handheld <laughs> yeah. hammer there's one of the cranes like or uh, elevators that goes up the side to bring shit the building's
0: built what the fuck are you hammering
1: <laughs> they're like pouring concrete on the outside why do you need to hammer that yeah they're almost at the furnishing phase but I assume I guess that's when the handheld hammer the manual <laughs> hammer <laughs> comes time. into play
0: I don't know. There's, like, three fucking buildings being built around here. We're not even in, like, lower Manhattan or Midtown. We're in between. Why is there so much goddamn construction? You know, no, fuck it. I can see five buildings, six buildings under construction just active, from where
1: I'm sitting. Active construction with scaffolding and everything in. Yeah.
0: What the fuck? Oh, well, that's New York for you, I guess.
1: Buildings weren't built in the day, but a hammer yeah. was used every step of the way. A hammer
0: away. was used at every step. The, uh, the guy that operates the crane just has two hammers, two claw hammers, he's <laughs> just moving the levers with.
1: You have to crank it with the <laughs> hammer.
0: <laughs> Imagine him, like, climbing up the 70 stories to get to his little, you know, uh, workspace, and he has just hammers
1: all That's on so you, his That's why you belt. use the reverse side of the hammer to, to climb. climb. <laughs> like to an ice come. pick. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If I had to build one uh, an entire building and I could only have one item to use, like one it's a hammer. tool, it's a hammer. It's a hammer. Well, that was the 50th episode. I'm Alex. I'm Ryan. I don't think we said that, but who really gives a shit? At 50, you should know by now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, I hope you enjoyed. I had a good time. This was fun. had a very good time.
1: Yeah.
0: Ryan gets to go to work. I get to have serious work-related meetings yep. as soon
1: as we're done here. But so. it's good. We had this. We, we needed this. Yeah, yeah. We needed yeah. this. This is yeah. going to propel us through the day.
0: Uh, just, you know, a, a very quick aside. Thank you to everyone who's stuck around with us. I know we've been very inconsistent with posting, but... We were both just moving. Right. We're both done with that now. So we have time. Uh, We've got some stuff in the works that we're planning to to shove down the pipeline that we hope you guys like. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, thanks for sticking around. Stick around a little bit longer. And thank you for the support, the the tweets, the Patreons, listens, all that stuff. You all are very good people. Yeah. I
1: I honestly did not think that any of that would happen. No, not at all.
0: Yeah. And we've, we're over 10,000 listens? What the fuck? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, what are you stoked on?
1: I'm sto- I'm actually ready this time. I've been playing a board game. Okay. This has been in Cypher so much. Uh, I've been playing a board game called Jaws by Ravensburger. Okay. It that's is, a good board game company. It, they are fantastic. And this game is one of the best I've ever played. Yeah. Um, you can play with four people. It's three against one. Someone plays as the shark. And then three oh, people play awesome. as the different characters. Yeah. Brody, Quint, and Hooper. Uh, they have different abilities, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a first act where you have to try to catch the shark. And the sooner you catch the shark, the more advantages you have in the second act, which is where you actually fight the shark. Yeah. Um, so it's it's got this cool like board game and role aspect, and then once you get to act two, it's like a straight up strategy. You know, you move spaces, yeah. you have event cards, you roll die, you have weapons. It's um it's a role playing game at the end. It's it's phenomenal. It takes like thirty minutes, and it's a blast. I'm excited. Jaws by Ravensburger is that's awesome. Is a very good game. Good. Played it uh, probably a hundred times this weekend.
0: Nice. Yeah. So I just found a Dune board game. Oh. I lost my fucking mind, already pre ordered the expansion. <laughs> I haven't played a single goddamn match, but I didn't know I'm in love with it. And uh, it is it is uh, role playing, you pick factions. I'm excited. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, I think I think I saw that on yeah. Twitter. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm excited to crack into that. Apparently it was made in the seventies or eighties the movie came out. I so my stoked on, I'll say I'm excited about a few things one i'm excited doom patrol season 2 is coming out very soon and i think they're dropping three episodes at once it's coming out and, this month um, right wait coming out this week yeah that was fast I'm very excited It's a very good show it's on hbo max uh, just to meme myself from last episode free on hbo max right now if you have hbo max
1: uh, <laughs> 100% free after the purchase after you
0: purchase the monthly subscription it's, it's only free.
1: free on the days you don't pay for the, the monthly yeah, subscription yeah exactly. <laughs> if you watch it on the day you pay then yeah, you're it then because it you're paying like bucks, you're paying 15 so. bucks for it Watch it the day after. Exactly. It's great. So I'm excited about that.
0: Also, I started reading the seventh main book in the Dune series, which is the first one in continuity written by Kevin and Brian. E.L. James. Oh. Not E.L. James. I wish. Essentially, they're finishing the saga, because Frank, I wouldn't get to finish it. Started reading it. I'm a fifth of the way through. I don't think it's abysmal. I don't think it's awful. I'm enjoying it. It's not Frank Herbert. I didn't expect it to be. So I'm stoked on that. I'm stoked on
1: the fact that it's not utter trash. Is your inner... What's what's the name for it? What is Paul's... What is his title? What My is inner thats Haderach? Yeah, is your inner that's dancing? Dancing. Dancing
0: uh, with no rhythm. <laughs> anyone, you, you know, you're the rubbish, right?
1: Yeah, I got that, yeah. Yeah, there we
0: go. So that's it. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Like us, rate us, review us. Tell your friends, whatever you want to do. Support us on Patreons. Follow us wherever. I don't give a i don't give a shit
1: you know don't do it if you don't want to it's fine i'm not trying here to force you to do anything Absolutely. But just thank you for your time and ryan what should we remember i would just like to again reiterate how thankful we are for y'all how thankful we are for our listeners to you know to to interact with us and, and, and listen and go on this journey with us uh i can't believe as a as a registered new jersey voter and legal consumer of alcohol in the state that <laughs> we're here at 50 episodes um I would describe it as the feeling you get when you get to a million listens if I knew what that was like. Or something. Or something like that. <laughs> so you guys have a great day. I hope your day, I hope you can touch the sky. Or Something. something.